Hello, welcome to Toffee TV. It is the match preview. Sheffield United versus Everton. A game, Jack, that you'd think that Everton have got to win. Yeah, I mean, that was Wolves the other day as well, weren't it? Yeah. It was we could really do with winning this, and obviously we never. So mm. a week on, we sort of need to win this even more now because, mm. you know, we conquered Doncaster away <laughs> in the FA Cup, in the Carabao Cup, picked up a major scalp. But in the Premier League, we're not in as good form, are we? Yet to score a goal, yet to pick up a point and things really do need to change sooner rather than later. Otherwise, it, it, the magic of the Carabao Cup win won't be enough to keep Sean Dyche in a job for much longer if we don't at least score a goal soon. Yeah, obviously on the back of three Premier League defeats, two home defeats, we've got games coming up against Arsenal and Brentford away. They're going to be particularly very tough. This is a game where you look and think Everton really need to get their season going. Um, obviously, Sheffield United yet to pick up a point either. Being unlucky, obviously, in all three games. They've they've lost by a goal in all three games. Um, and for a team that's been newly promoted, hasn't spent a hell of a lot of money, they'll be they'll be encouraged by that. I mean, that's, again, the difference between where we are and where, the, where, where they are. They'll be encouraged in that. And they'll be looking at this game thinking, this is a fantastic chance for us. To take our first three points, they'll be, you know, they'll be looking at this thinking twelve half twelve kickoff at home, big opportunity to support Everton more in the mud. And you know, we've got to go there on Saturday and we've got to put out a very professional performance and hopefully do the job. Yeah, it's not a six pointer as such, but it is an opportunity to, you know, a team who we're gonna be competing with in similar positions, you mm. would imagine, you know, another team that some feel are tipped for relegation it, it, you can take some points off them as well and really put them in it in the same way you're saying they want to put us further into mm. the mud we need to do the same to them we need to leapfrog them we need to make them the team that are going to put yeah. them bottom of the league and propel us upwards yeah to be honest the one sort of positive i have for this game is is the fact that you know last week Sheffield United played Manchester City and obviously they're not going to have a lot of the ball. You know, I think they ended up with, what, 15% or something. Um, a mistake got them the goal. They're going to be looking at this game thinking we're going to have more of the ball. There's more emphasis to have to have the ball and go forward. And I think that will benefit us. I think, I think you know, we're not going to go in there and get, and get probably 50% possession. You know, it's going to be, I think, possession-wise, it'll be pretty even. And I think that's actually a bonus for us, that they might have to come out and try and break us down. I mean, I know that hasn't been that hard football, but I do believe that's a bonus for us, because obviously, when you play Manchester City, you know, they'll be looking at that thing, and they got beat 2-1. They nearly grabbed a point late on. You know, the crowd were, crowd were, there was nothing to lose. The crowd were on it. But this week, it just becomes slightly different. It's almost, it becomes that must-win game for them. And can they grab hold of the game? Can they go and actually um, create the chances? And I think that, that leaves me optimistic. Yeah, well, them coming off a decent performance in losing next to City and actually scoring goals as well, mm. albeit only two, it's two more than ever. Yeah. And, you know, they're the bigger hitters in front of goal at the moment compared to us there at home as well. So the emphasis is on them to sort of take it to us. And maybe, you know, we've had two home games on the run now where we've made all the chances and we've dominated the game and we've done nothing with it. Mm. Maybe it'll actually help us to, you know, be a bit more selective with our attacks and to be the ones who a team has to come and break down. Sheffield United, they like to pack out the middle, so they might well dominate the ball. 
but it's what we make them do with it that'll count mm. and it's what we do when we win it back that'll count as well yeah they're coming off the back of a a uh nil nil in the league cup as well they obviously got beat on penalties so obviously goal scoring you've seen from that game it's not their forte when they need to go and beat a side it's not there and i think that's that's somewhere we can definitely um prosper in this game we just have to get off on the right foot don't we because i mean obviously the home games for everton have looked we've looked all right i mean obviously we've been beating in both of them but obviously against villa and for the first half against doncaster we were absolutely dreadful we just don't seem to have an identity away from home it's it's not saying we've got a massive one uh, away sorry i'm not saying we've got a massive one at home but away from home we just we just don't i don't we just don't know how to dominate teams because we can't dominate teams I suppose for this game, the big plus point is obviously Beto's come in, came in forty-five minute cameo, got his goal, um, and suddenly we we do look like we've got a focal point in the team that can that can occupy the opposition to give them something to think about. Because I think we've been going into a lot of games. I mean, obviously the last game away, Villa, Dominic Carvalhoon started but went off injured, but we just we didn't know how to use them. Whereas I think with Someone like Beto, I think you can get more with less. I think, listen, the football we play is not brilliant. A lot of long balls, a lot of balls down the channel. But I actually think someone like Beto can feed off. That can actually make something out of them more than maybe Dominic Carvalhoon has shown. Not that he's shown a lot in the le- in the recent months and, and year. But we suddenly have someone who might just be able, I'm not putting too much pressure on, but he might be able to transform the way we play at the top end of the pitch. Well, we've spoken a lot in the last few weeks, haven't we, about the lack of identity in this Everton team. Mm. We've just spoken about it then doing the final word for Everton versus Doncaster. Having a striker like Beto, who has a specific style to his game, there are things he wants to do on a football pitch, things he's good at, running in behind, chasing long balls. That immediately gives you it gives you a plan A, doesn't it? It gives yeah. you something to go to. Yeah. You need more than that. You can't just rely on that, but mm. immediately it's something. It's one piece of the puzzle taken mm. care of, isn't it? The, a move you know that's on a pass you know you can make so that immediately it, it gives us something we can aim to do yeah. doesn't it yeah it's um you know he seemed to fit straight into the team because the team have been crying out for that obviously there'll be changes for this side uh you know we i mean we're recording this on thursday so we don't know what's going to get done before obviously the weekend i don't think it's going to make any difference the likes of a wolf he's can't play in this game anyway um it would be, you know, it would be good if someone like Dwight McNeil is available, whether it's off the bench, whether it's whether he starts. The manager didn't give too much away; just said he's back on the grass. Whether he gives them another couple of weeks with the international break, I don't know. But um, it, it hopefully this will be the catalyst having someone like that, the catalyst for someone Dan Jumeru we saw for the first time playing, you know, playing off the left um, this week as well. So. If we can just get things going up there, I think take the pressure off the back line. Hopefully, get the midfield. I mean, and it's a lot of ifs, it's a lot of hopefullys, but that is the lift sometimes you need. And if you can get through this game, hopefully get a win. When the in the international break comes comes, we return from that. We have the likes of Jack Harrison, Dwight McNeil, any signings we brought in ready to go and just just reshape this team a little bit because again it's that thing of not starting the season with the players you need to take you forward and playing with a lot of players that we we're already used to or we know we can't do the job um and certainly with the injuries that hasn't helped but 
yeah, just it would just give everyone a lift. Yeah, absolutely. You'd just be going um, back to the football after the international break on just a mm. much more positive stand, wouldn't you? Obviously, if you do get a win, it's not ideal to have two weeks away, but mm. nothing we can do about that. But if we can come into that Arsenal game not in crisis mode, with a win behind us, hopefully a clean sheet as well, and a couple of goals, you know, get that monkey off our back and just scratch that itch, just get rid of this pressure of needing to score a goal. But the longer we go, not get them on the bigger issue it's going to become, isn't it? Yeah, I think the first thing we need to do is get make sure we we get goals. You know, get goals, and hopefully, you know, that 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 turns into wins. It's not just about not winning games; it's about not scoring goals. You know, because if we had scored goals in those two home games, we're, we're winning those games as far as I'm concerned. That's the big turnaround. It's 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 create it's scoring goals without there being a a mass change of things. It's saying this team can actually score goals. It would have scored goals if it had the striker in. That's the big thing for me. Everything else will can change slowly. The players coming back, maybe getting used to, um, you know, just sometimes it can be difficult beginning of the season. You're still, you're still coming off that pre-season mode. It can be difficult. So for me, it's scoring goals naturally. It's taking those chances that you've already had in other games, but putting it in the back of the net. I think that's the big thing for Everton. Um, and certainly that will start with this game. You know, that's the difference, isn't it, from these two games to out of the three where we did dominate and we were unlucky to win. But we were, it was our own fault. We didn't take our chances. Yeah. We made enough chances to win and we didn't take them. Got a striker through mm. the door now. You know, he got 10 goals last season. So yeah. he's not a goal a game striker, but he is more prolific than what we've got. Yeah. So hopefully now we can start taking some of these mm -hmm. chances we've been making and we can show that the performance is there. We were just missing a crucial element of yeah. it to finish it off. And that would immediately just calm everyone's arm a little bit, I think. Definitely. Uh, let's have a little look at uh, Sheffield United's team from the last game. Uh, yeah, playing three, obviously you can play three, five, two. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a mix. It's a, it, there's not like lots of like Premier League names in there. Um, obviously the name that we've, we've pointed out there is Norwood. Let's just have a little look at his, at his stats. Uh, X, XA of 0.3 pass accuracy 77 one key pass duels 47% uh, tackles per game 2 uh, heat map obviously all over the pitch um, but they're not they're not exactly blessed with lots of like lots of talent they've come up they haven't thrown the kitchen sink at it they know what they're doing they're bringing in some clever little some clever little freeze and stuff and obviously they brought Tom Davis in um, be interesting to see whether he was involved because he wasn't involved in the cup and has just been on the bench so far. So um, for them, they are just trying to get through, aren't they? They've had, as I said, a couple of decent buys, nothing, nothing to to break break the wheel. But if they go down, they'll take all that Premier League money, invest it again, and then come back because. They're not, they're not a team with, with, with massive resources. But they're not blessed with technical ability either, mm. are they? Ilman and I was their sort of a technical gifted player. Mm. He's obviously left. Oliver Norwood, he's more of a workhorse. Yeah. He's an engine in the middle of the park. If you look at the team itself, you know, three at the back. They're trying to make a solid, honest, hard-working team. A big man, little man combination up front. They're just trying to get the basics right, aren't they, and get by doing that. The three at the back suggests to me that maybe we'll see Everton go with the you know the striker and a player playing off them. Yeah. 
set up again, whether that's the core I or Dan Juma playing up, hopefully better. Because then you, yeah. you can go two up against three and you're not as, as big a disadvantage with just one man sort of lost up front on yeah. his own. Let's have a look at the Everton team from the last game in the Premier League. Um, what can you see? Like You look at our side, obviously. Can you see many changes from that side? Obviously, Dan Juma was playing up, you know, was playing up front. James Garner's on the right. Dom was on the left. Um, obviously, Ashley Young at left back. Can you see? Can you imagine many changes? Obviously, Beto, we, we imagine, is going to come in. Yeah, I think Beto starts up front and Dan Juma maybe becomes the winger, replacing Dobbin. Yeah. I think Garner maybe stays at right wing just in the absence of any mm. other replacements. You know, Dice said McNeon might be back and yeah. he's very non-committal on that. If we're going on the side of he's not coming back, we're just going with what we've got. Garner probably continues on the right side, which isn't ideal. No. But what else do we have? Yeah, I mean, I mean, after the recent performances, I think James Garner could find himself playing right back. I don't think Nathan Patterson started the season at all well. And I think we saw from the sub at half time against Doncaster that the manager trust maybe trusts him more there if he's got the players to play in midfield. Um if if McNeil's available, he might start McNeil on the right, Dan Juman on the left, and play and obviously play better up front. That might mean Garner goes to 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 uh, right back. I think Ashley Young will continue at left back. I don't think Mikhailenko did anything in the game to 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 persuade them any other way. And I think you know Tarkowski and Brandweight not starting the game means that they're going to start in this game as well. So I think that'll be pretty much it. So, but having Beto in there, as we mentioned, he, he's, it's a it's a huge plus point. It'd be great if Don could be available as well, maybe on the bench, um, takes the pressure off. You know the likes of Schmitty and 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 be into. Listen, we don't know whether Mopai is going to still be at the club as well. But suddenly, having if Dom's available on the bench as well, wearing a mask. Suddenly, you've 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 just got a couple of options, haven't you? Just to change it up and give them something to worry about. We can even go two up top, two out and out strikers up top at one point potentially mm. if Calvert Lewin is available. Doubt he will be Sean Dyche didn't seem very confident he would be. He said he didn't want to aggravate the injury yeah. again. Fair enough. But once he is back, definitely, yeah. you have got the option then of start Calvert-Lewin or start Beto mm. or start both of them. You've got options to play behind them, whether it's Dan Juma or Decore. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe even Chimiti gets a shout at one point. You've got options for the wings with McNeil, mm. Harrison, Dan Juma again, hopefully another addition. So that'll all come in the coming weeks at the yeah. moment. We're still a little bit limited. Mm. You know, I'd like to see James Garner right back, but it's just for the fact that he might have to fill in a right wing. Yeah. I don't think we will. But again, in future weeks, we've got that option there, haven't we? Yeah, no, no, we definitely have. And I think someone like Patterson might need to just be taken out the firing line just for himself, just for now. Go away with Scotland, um, you know, play for them. A little change of scenery, a change of way of doing things. And hopefully he gets back in the groove because I certainly think he's got a future I just think he's just he's not quite been at it this season and um, that might be helpful for a lot of factors you know who's playing in front of him who's playing alongside him things have been changing all the time for him it's not you know and he's had injury problems and maybe he just doesn't feel like completely 100% yeah who knows but there you go anyway let us know your thoughts in the comments on this one it's for me certainly it's a must win I think Everton have got to win this game um, got to get three points. I've got to get, you know, that off their back and 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 not be seen as the you know the uh, 
the disaster club of the Premier League. So let us know your thoughts in the comments on this one. Make sure to give this video a like. Subscribe if you haven't already. If you want more great videos, join us over on Toffee TV Premier. The link is in the description. QR code's coming up on the screen now. See you later.